0: This is an IELTS Energy podcast, episode 625, how to customize your study plan if you're shy.
1: Today, we talk about
0: three phases of practice that you must include in your IELTS study plan to overcome shyness before your speaking exam.
1: This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling, Hey, it's going really well, Jessica. I am so excited because we are jumping into our next webinar very yes! soon. You know, it's been so fun. We've been doing these webinars every month or so this 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 uh, summer and spring and now into the fall. And I'm excited to, to, to have it again. I am so stoked. And you know what, guys? It gets
0: better every time. It really does. Yep. And we're so stoked about this next one. We are going to completely focus on speaking part three, because that is where so many students feel the most fear and so many students completely fall apart on test day. So we're (laughs) going to have a webinar, guys, just for
1: speaking part three. It's going to be powerful. It's going to be so huge. It's going to be amazing. And what are the dates for that webinar, Jessica? When is this going to be happening?
0: So we are going to do these um, October 23rd and 24th, you guys. So go to allearsenglish.com forward slash speaking. That's easy to remember. And choose the date that best suits you. And remember, guys, these webinars fill up fast. So Pause this episode.
1: (laughs) Go to allersenglish.com forward slash speaking and get your name on there. Grab your spot. Yes, don't miss it, guys. Go there and sign up and we will see you on the webinar. I'm so excited for that. Okay, Jessica, I want to get into our speaking, co- our review contest. We had a review contest that we've been doing this past month and I want to say thank you to a couple of reviewers in <gasps> Apple Podcasts. Awesome. Yes, yeah, so a special thank you to, let's see, Aliwan Radi from Saudi Arabia, Abner.NATO from Brazil and H-F-B-S-B-A-F-V. <laughs> Oh, that was a tough From one. Switzerland. <laughs> so thank you guys. We see your reviews. Thank you so much for that. And you guys will be considered. You guys will have a chance to randomly be selected to win. What was the prize, Jessica? What are they going to get? So this winner is going to get to come on the podcast. We will
0: invite you on as a special featured guest. And you can ask me any questions you have about IELTS.
1: Yeah. And I love it. I think one of our reviewers asked a a question inside his review. So we'll have a chance to answer that later. Thanks, guys. Remember, you can always ask a question inside your review. Yes. And then we can
0: do a shout out to shout out your name on this show and answer your question. That's
1: awesome. Okay, very cool. What are we getting into today, Jessica? What are we talking about?
0: Yeah, so this is a a pain point, guys, and I just, I feel the anxiety related to this student's question. So um, listen up, guys, because today's advice is going to help everyone on the speaking exam. So this student said, "Um, I happen to be a shy person. I am unable to maintain eye contact during speaking despite many efforts. And practice. Okay. So this is tough. I, yeah, this is, oh, I can feel that that pain of like that social anxiety going into the speaking exam. And yeah, yeah. this is something you guys need to tackle because if you carry this with you on test day, you're not going to get the highest score. Obviously, you're not going to perform your best. Your answers yeah. are going to be short. The pronunciation will be like quiet and fearful and mousy.
1: And all of that leads <sighs> to a low score. Yeah, that's so true. When we were preparing this episode, guys, we we were thinking about solutions that you can use in the room. And then we realized that actually the solution is before you get into the room. And you really shouldn't be entering the room, meaning you shouldn't be taking the test if you're struggling with this. I mean, you know, many people struggle with this to some extent at any point, but you should be taking steps inside your study plan to make sure you're not gripped with that anxiety when you're in the room. So we're going to talk about that today.
0: Exactly, guys. These are steps that you need to take in phases. And this is stuff that's challenging, right? It's challenging you at like the central core of who you feel like you are. If you mm-hmm. define yourself as a shy person, if you define yourself mm-hmm. as, you know, uh, you have social anxiety, then these are things that need to be tackled over, over a long period of time. So mm-hmm. this isn't something like, it's not a quick fix. Like just go to the exam and pretend you're talking to a friend. Cause you know what? That's not enough for a lot right. of people. So that's why this is stuff that, yes, it will make you feel uncomfortable at first, but that's the only way that you're going to bring out that comfort on test day, right? We want to, yeah. we want to overcome the discomfort now. So it's not happening on the exam.
1: Yeah, and there are ways to scale up the activities that you right. use to prepare for this. You don't have to dive right into speaking with a native speaker in person. We're going to show you how to scale it up. But what we show you today, guys, should be placed into your study plan. I mean, this is not something that you hope you get a chance to do these things. No, it should be part of your activities just in the same way that you're learning the listening strategies, you're learning speaking part two, you're uh-huh. learning to kind of uh, loosen this anxiety that you feel.
0: Right, exactly, and this is the kind of stuff that when I get to meet with students when they begin the course, right? They sign up for personal coach or they get an extra mm-hmm. Skype class with me, and they decide to use that time at the beginning before they start studying to personalize their study plan. Yes. And if the, if I were if I got the chance to meet with this student, then I could find out what strengths in them, what interests, what passions they could follow, right, to bring Mm -hmm. this strength out step by step. So these activities, guys, yes, you need to put them in your study plan and try to personalize them as much as you can. Um, Okay. okay, So the first thing I want to say, guys, is that you don't have to maintain eye contact to sound confident. And if that is the thing that breaks you, like if that is the thing that just ruins your confidence, just like ruins your comfort, then you don't have to maintain eye contact. And this has sort of developed over time as more... um. More students are taking the exam that are from more strict religious backgrounds and mm. the males, the men are not used to talking to women. So if they have a woman a woman examiner, then they're not comfortable making that eye contact. And guys, mm. that will that does not impact your score. So I think the whole eye contact thing, I don't think that has to be a worry right now.
1: Mm, interesting, interesting. So the IELTS has evolved in itself in the way that I the think test is definitely yeah. Interesting, yeah,
0: for sure. So okay. that's the
1: first thing to take off the table. But but okay. now let's get into
0: how you can actually develop this confidence. So Lindsay, what do you think is like yeah. the first step, the first phase?
1: Okay, so we need to be speaking with someone. It doesn't have to be another native speaker. The first step is to get on Skype with another student. And if you are in our course, this is very easy to do because you can just go into our Facebook group and find that student. A lot of students are doing that in the group all the time. Right, I see that all the time.
0: All the time. People are posting what time zone they're in, what time they're available, um, saying I really need a speaking partner. So there are tons of motivated students just waiting inside our course to talk to. And that's really the first step because there's a lot less pressure, right? You're not talking to a native speaker, so you're not feeling like, You're being judged on Mm -hmm. your vocab or your grammar or whatever. So it takes off that pressure. And I don't think you should be doing test practice questions at first. I think you should just have this uh, development of fluency where you talk about an article you read. You talk about a movie you saw. You talk about why you're taking IELTS, right? Mm -hmm. So I would say like once or twice a week for a few weeks, do this over time, meet with another student on Skype. And just practice talking to another person. So you're, you're removed, right? It's on the computer. You're not even in the same room with this person. So for a lot of reasons, this is the easiest first step you could take. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals.
1: Okay. And so if we were doing this within a 30 or 60 day study plan, this could happen kind of in conjunction with the listening module, for example, in our course, right? In the reading module, right, right in the beginning. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like that. Exactly. Yeah. So here's the thing, guys like um, the 30 day plan
0: and the 60 day plan are fantastic. All the resources you need are there, but everyone has slightly different um, issues when they're approaching the mm-hmm. exam, right? Like mm-hmm. the listener who wrote this question. So that is is a huge advantage of meeting with me because I could tell you, look, if writing is your biggest problem, then we need to start now developing this writing fluency or this speaking confidence, right? Yeah. So, okay. So that's the first step. Yeah. So that would be the very first week of the study plan. You would try to meet with a student, I would say three or four times that week.
1: Yeah. Um, And then the
0: next week, what's the next step up from there?
1: Okay. Well, here we're going to practice on Skype, but this time it's with a native speaker.
0: Yes. So that's this whole other um, scary part of this. <laughs> yeah. So, I, you know, and again, I wouldn't start doing test practice yet. Like we're just mm-hmm. developing the confidence and trying to forget about What you're feeling anxious about, which according to a lot of students, it's the vocab and the grammar, they're worrying about being incorrect, right? So we just need to develop the fluency and the confidence. So again, support these conversations by having something to talk about already. Don't just go in and be like, okay, I want to talk to you about what? So choose an article beforehand, choose a movie beforehand that you're both going to come in with something to say.
1: Mm, I love that idea. Yeah, there should be content because that's another part of getting ready for the exam is being able to develop ideas, have ideas top of mind to come out with when you're in the, that speaking test, right? You need those ideas. So, you exactly. should be reading articles. You should be processing information all the time.
0: Yes. And for students who are in the same situation, I have found that... um you're probably reading a lot anyway, because that is where you're comfortable—is taking in information, not right. producing information. So you—that's great, that's awesome. But you need to take that to the next step, right? Mm. Take that to the next level. So all of this information you are um, in in taking, you need to put <laughs> out there as well. You need to produce it. Okay, yeah. awesome. And then the next step after that, you guys would be—you have to experience talking to a person now this doesn't have to be a native speaker you can just ask anybody you know that speaks english to act like the examiner be in the same room with that person going through three or four
1: mock tests yeah right going yeah. through the
0: whole thing where they're asking you questions and you're
1: answering Mm, I love this. This is what we call like a dry run, right? Yeah, a mock totally. test, like a trial. Yeah. And, and that's getting used to the scenario of sitting down, having someone ask you those questions in front of you and just being in that situation. So important to this.
0: Yeah, totally. Because, you know, it's not the case of uh, not having the words or not having the ideas. It's the case of not being able to get them out of your mouth all the mm-hmm. time, right? Yeah. So that's what you need to practice. Um, so you definitely have to be in the same room with somebody else, hopefully okay. a friend, hopefully someone you trust and already feel comfortable with. But guys, you do need to practice the exam experience before you sit down with that native speaker examiner who you've never met before and might be a little intimidated by. So you really need to take the anxiety out by practicing it the week before.
1: Okay, now... When we do this kind of mock test, are we going through the same timing for speaking part two, for example, the two minutes, the same flow as a typical test, same yes, way, same time? Okay. Definitely. Okay, so
0: cool. just to review that, guys, speaking part one is four to five minutes, and you're asked three groups of questions. The first group of questions is usually about your home, your work, your studies. The next two group of questions could be anything. could be about mirrors or shoes. Who knows? Speaking part two is three to four minutes in total, and that's one minute for notes, two minutes talking, one follow-up question. Um, And speaking part three, four to five minutes. It's focused on the same topic as speaking part two, but in a more um, general sense. That's what makes it so difficult, and that's Mm -hmm. why we're doing a webinar on it. So (laughs) definitely before you do those mock tests though you guys you need to gather all the strategies first so like if you're in our course don't do these mock tests until you've gone through the speaking module and then apply that to the test practice.
1: Yes, I love it. So guys, remember, you're not you don't want to be walking into the test if you still feel gripped by that anxiety, you should be going through these practice activities, scaling them up in this way that we've described before your test start way in advance. If you know this about yourself, then you know, you want to get over it by the time or try to just reduce it a little bit by the time you get to test day.
0: Exactly, you guys. yeah, you have to be honest with yourself because if if you're in this situation now, do not book the exam two weeks from now. that's gonna right. be a waste of money. In fact, I would say not even 30 days from now. this is a big thing. this is a this is something that isn't just related to the test. it's related to how you perceive yourself as a person. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. that's huge. So you really need to I would say 60 days, you know, you need at least two months to sort of um, work your way up to being ready to face the examiner.
1: Yeah, I agree. And guys, remember to sign up for our webinar coming up in a couple of weeks, com forward slash speaking. You want to be there to learn exactly how to handle that speaking part three. Love it. Oh, yeah. Take a lot of yes. the fear out of speaking part three, guys. Awesome. <laughs> okay. All right, Jessica. Thanks for hanging out today. I'll talk to you again soon. All right. Sounds good. Bye, Lindsay. Bye-bye. Hello, awesome listeners.
0: Just a quick note. Today, Lindsay and I said the link for the Speaking Part 3 webinar was uh, forward slash speaking. Guys, it's not. The link for the webinar, go to earsenglish.com forward slash mistake. That's M-I-S-T-A-K-E, mistake. So guys, go get your spot for the webinar October 23rd and 24th. Go to earsenglish.com forward slash mistake. See you in there, guys.